0: The comment that gets the most likes will be the next video that I do regarding this versus series. So let me know. Hey everyone! So in today's fight scenario, we're going to take something that I would have loved to have seen in the Star Wars movies, Anakin Skywalker versus General Grievous. The two had a short exchange in Episode 3 where Anakin told them that he's shorter than expected and Grievous wasn't too happy about it. And yes, I'll be making a fan fiction regarding what if General Grievous wasn't shorter than Anakin expected. Now, today's video will follow suit with the last two videos that I hope you guys have seen already. Let's try to understand both fighting styles of Anakin and Grievous, as well as Force powers, physical powers, and psychology. So let's begin. In Episode 3, Anakin told the Council that Palpatine wanted him to be his personal representative on the Council, where he was shut down for all the right reasons, of course. Now, I'm going to eventually make a video covering what if Anakin was allowed to be Palpatine's personal representative, but for today, Let's see what happened after that conversation. Obi-Wan was tasked with hunting down Grievous in the Utapau system and fighting him with the 212th Battalion. But what if Anakin was sent there to fight the general and put an end to the war? Palpatine thought that he was worthy, and so did Anakin. But alas, Mace believed Obi-Wan was the right one for the job. As in the book, he tells Kenobi that he is the master of Sorsu, the master of the block-defending fighting form, Form Three. If Anakin faced Grievous, it would be quite different. Anakin was far more brash and on the offense with his Form 5 DM-SO lightsaber fighting style. Whereas Obi-Wan was patient. He would continue to block Grievous' attacks with his Form 3, and would wait for the right moment to strike. He waited for a fault in Grievous' moves, whereas Anakin would keep pushing Grievous to falter, rather than just letting it happen and looking for the opening. Now, Grievous was trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku, and with his four arms, he would use styles that most likely would be different from regular fighters. He also had zero force powers, so he definitely wouldn't use the Form 4 fighting style, Ataru, as that requires a synergistic use of the force and blade work. He most likely would use Forms 1 and 2, taught by Dooku. So, he was a good fighter, but nothing better than a fighting droid at the end of the day, as he had no force powers at all. Annie would most likely fall into some trouble with Grievous' arms, since he was more of an aggressive fighter. They would just prove to be extremely fast for young Skywalker. Annie would need to harness tons of force speed and jumping maneuvers to stay clear, but at the end of the day, Grievous was just another battle droid, basically. And when Anakin was a little Padawan, he would train heavily with battle droids all the time to perfect his moves. He would need to play it slow and hang back, waiting for the right time to attack, instead of constantly pushing forwards like he normally does. Grievous is aggressive, and so is Anakin, so the two would just clash, literally. Anakin would either get hurt by one of Grievous's blades, becoming angry and using the Force with some hatred and dark side fused anger in there, or he would become fed up with Grievous's abilities to block so well with his forearms and massive height that he would end up using the Force with some darkness. So here's the thing, since Anakin was so much more on the offense and so much more of an aggressive fighter compared to Obi-Wan, I feel like he would be the one intimidating Grievous. Grievous won against a lot of Jedi and killed them because he was more intimidating. You know, he was big, he was scary, he had four arms, and a lot of the mediocre Jedi that he would fight, or even some of the more skilled ones, weren't accustomed to his fighting style. Now, Anakin, who killed Grievous's master, or at least his fighting master, Count Dooku, would have already known how to defeat him, somewhat. You just gotta kinda multiply it by four with the arms. While Grievous would move very quickly for Anakin, I think Anakin's speed would outdo him regardless of being a machine or not. And now if Anakin tapped into his dark side, well it would be game over even quicker, maybe even too quick. Now the thing with Obi-Wan's tactic of just dropping down there and saying hello there was a little bit risky because what if he was wrong in his analysis of the fight? What if Grievous didn't care to fight him one-on-one? What if he was in a rush and he just wanted Kenobi dead? All he would have to do is have his droids fire upon Kenobi and that would be it. I know Obi-Wan is a master of sorcery and a master of deflecting blaster bolts, but he couldn't deflect that many. Unless maybe he force-jumped out of there super quick and, you know, got to safety somehow. That's a possibility, but even then, it would be pretty tough. I think Anakin's tactics might have been different. It could have gone two ways. Either, you know, he's just very arrogant as usual and just goes in there head first, kind of like Obi-Wan did, which was actually a surprise to me that he just did it on his own, and didn't wait for his clones to team up and help. So I feel like Anakin could have jumped in there head first and just beaten Grievous, maybe too quickly, and the clones wouldn't have shown up in time, causing Anakin to be in a bit of a tight spot with the droids who were shooting at him. Just like probably Obi-Wan would, but still, it would be a tight spot. Now the other option is that Anakin coordinates with the 501st, and then they all attack Grievous together at the same time. But I understand what Obi-Wan did. You know, he went in there, he distracted Grievous, he made Grievous realize that he can't win, so he has to flee, and then the clones came in and took care of business. Either way, Anakin would probably just use his talents in the Force to dismantle Grievous, kind of like we saw Mace do in the Clone Wars, the really very original ones. If we go with Legends, well, when Anakin was a little boy, he used the Force to burst an enemy into flames. I can only imagine what he would do to Grievous at this point if we're following those powers in Legends. Now, Grievous was used to Jedi being afraid and fleeing battle or hiding from him, but Anakin had no fear. He would just hit him head-on, and he would not stop. I think this would scare Grievous, and he knew that Anakin was the chosen one, he knew he was one of the most powerful Jedi, if not the most powerful Jedi ever. So, I'm sure in the back of his mind, he had some worries and doubts. Especially when Anakin would continuously come swinging at him with all of that power and bravado, he would definitely be cowering in a corner in the end. Now in canon, I think Anakin would have to use the dark side and anger to bring about more of his abilities, and either dismantle Grievous' cybernetics using the Force, or to run and slide between his legs, or something like that, as he runs his lightsaber through Grievous' body. Again, harnessing Force Speed to do this. Something like an old Star Killer type of move. Now, I don't wanna say that Anakin would win easily, but he would win in the end. The only thing is, it's not certain whether he'd need to call upon the Dark Side or not for Grievous' massive size difference and Force spinning arms. Okay, so now that we analyzed how Anakin would absolutely mop the floor with Grievous, we kind of have to play this into the whole timeline. How would this affect Palpatine's plan? Well, the whole idea and the whole point was to get Anakin and Obi-Wan separated as far as possible. So he wanted Obi-Wan to either go fight Grievous or he wanted Anakin to go fight Grievous so that Obi-Wan would stay somewhere on another planet. Now, if Anakin were to go fight Grievous, which of course Palpatine knew that this wouldn't fly with the Council, especially if Anakin was insinuating that that's what Palpatine wanted, knowing the Jedi were very dogmatic and arrogance, they would say something like, you know, our own Council we will keep on who we decide to send to fight certain enemies. And of course, pretty much like always, Palpatine was right. Let's say Anakin goes to Utapau, kills Grievous, and returns. Palpatine wouldn't have had that speech with him where he tells him and reveals that he is really Darth Sidious. Therefore, Anakin wouldn't have gone to tell Mace Windu, and no one would have been the wiser. So Anakin would have returned to Coruscant and the Jedi Temple to tell them that he has defeated Grievous. Then he would probably be summoned to Palpatine's office, where Palpatine would give him some sort of a congratulatory ceremony or something like that. And then he would tell him how he's happy the Jedi finally trusted him to send him on this mission, but how they're still holding him back and how there are still things about the Force that they are not telling him. And then he would just play that whole speech that we heard in the original timeline. You know, actually now that I think of it and I digest it a little better, Anakin would have killed Count Dooku and he would have killed General Grievous. I'm pretty sure the council would grant him the rank of master. This would allow Anakin the thing that he wanted the most, which in the book was to be able to have access to the restricted section because there were tons of Sith legends and holocrons and stuff like that in there. Now actually that room, the restricted section, is something that I really want to see in films as we only got to really hear about it in the audiobook Dooku Jedi Lost. Which was super cool. Dooku goes in there with Sifo-Dyas when they're little kids, and they just get into a whole bunch of trouble. I don't think Anakin would find what he was looking for in the restricted section, after killing Grievous and being granted the rank of Master, of course. The reason for this is, the only Sith that have really come back are still kind of Sith ghosts, like Marka Ragnos, or they're entombed to a certain location or object. Kind of like a Horcrux in Harry Potter. And as for Palpatine's story of Darth Plagueis, well, there wouldn't be any records of that because, well, Palpatine would have been in control of those records, and he wouldn't have made any record of this. So in the end, regardless what path Anakin would have taken, whether he was a ranked master or not, or killed Grievous or didn't, he would have always come back to Palpatine, and I'm sure Sidious had some sort of maniacal plan to pull the strings perfectly behind the scenes in order for Anakin to turn to the dark side. All he would have to do is basically reveal that he is a Sith Lord to Anakin, and Anakin would go running to Mace. Now, the only problem is that Palpatine would have to time this perfectly when all the Jedi Masters were scattered throughout the galaxy. So, he would have to pick his timing very, very right in that moment. And it would most likely be when Yoda was off-world, and so was Obi-Wan. So he would have to make sure of that first, and then he could continue with his plan. I do believe that if Obi-Wan and Yoda were all on the same planet, were all on Coruscant, when Anakin told Mace Windu about Palpatine, then they all would have gone to arrest him. However, it still leads me to wonder why didn't Mace Windu contact Yoda about this information first. Anyways, I think that's enough theory and speculation for this video. Let me know what you think down below. Would Anakin have to use the dark side to defeat Grievous, or would he do it just normally? Would he call in the clones to come with him, or would he go in head first? And do you think if he was granted the rank of master, would he have gone to the restricted section and found what he was looking for, or would it not make any difference at all? Have an awesome rest of your day, hit like on this video if you did enjoy it, and I'll catch you in the next one. I'll be sure to make some more versus battles for you, I already have a few ideas cooking. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.